0: increase our faith is the request the Apostles make of Jesus sometimes it's helpful for us to understand the context of something in the Gospels and in this case the passage before this request is where Jesus speaks about forgiveness He says that if your brother should sin against you seven times, even in the same day, and if he comes to you in repentance, you must forgive him. So is this request of the apostles to increase their faith, is that in response to that? Is it in response to what can sometimes seem an impossible or very difficult task? because of course forgiveness for maybe trivial things is not so difficult not so hard to imagine doing, we have to do that all the time but think of things which are in our news and in our newspapers think of tragedies of murders of all kinds of crimes against people and then think of forgiveness and it stops to be something that's so easy and so straightforward. There are some things in which it seems the hurt is too deep, the crime too great, the damage seems irreparable. Recently I read about a tragedy in the US, which maybe many of you read about too, in which uh, a police officer called Amber Geiger, went into the apartment of a young black man and shot him and killed him. And She claimed at the time that she believed the apartment was her own. But in any case, the jury weren't convinced by that and sentenced her to murder, um, sentenced her to prison for murder. And at the sentencing, Botham's brother, so Botham was the man who was shot, Botham's brother gave a victim impact statement. And that's usually a moment where a member of the victim's family talks about how um, this has turned their their world upside down and how they're going to carry this pain forever. And in this statement, Botham's brother revealed the pain but also something incredible he said this if you truly are sorry I know I can speak for myself I forgive you and I know if you go to God and ask him he will forgive you and in fact the statement goes further than that he speaks of his love for this police officer and in fact asked permission at the end for him to give her a hug and you see them embrace in a video which you can see online of um, the statement. It's an incredibly powerful moment, a moment where we see the beauty of forgiveness and it made many people in the courtroom um, begin to cry because they were so moved. Why is it so beautiful? Well because this act of forgiveness comes out of a beautiful faith. A realisation that following Jesus Christ, having him as our Lord and Master means obeying him, means doing his will. It's so common to witness hate coming out in response to hate. Hate coming out in response to pain but yet in this case we see this pain this tremendous pain being responded to with love and a lot was to do with the victim who died because the brother said this is how my brother would have wanted it to be my brother would have wanted me to forgive you so Jesus tells us his disciples to forgive, not because it's easy, but because if we want to be like Him, if we but want to be like God, that's what we must do. Now, does that mean that hurt just disappears? No, it doesn't. But the Lord asks us to make the decision to forgive. And if you go to the Catechism of the Catholic Church, and look in the part about the Lord's Prayer, about forgiving others their trespasses. It says that it's not in our power, in fact, to forgive or forget an offence. It's a grace that is given from opening our heart to the Holy Spirit. So if we have something that's happened to us or to a loved one that is very, very difficult for us to forgive let's just try and make the decision and try and open our hearts to the grace of that Holy Spirit. What is the Lord Jesus' response to the request of the Apostles? Well, to sum it up you could say, well you don't have any faith. Because even if you have the tiniest amount of faith, you could say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea. Now, some people think that that means that if you have faith, if you really believe, that you will be able to do things just like that. You will be able to say, you know, be uprooted tree, go and plant it in the sea, or say to that mountain, crumble, and it will crumble. But I don't think Jesus is being literal here. I think Jesus is talking about the power that faith unleashes in the world. Because faith isn't a relationship of convenience that we have with God. We don't believe in God because he does things for us. And some people make that mistake. They say, I have great faith in God. And then they begin to recount to you the favours that he has done in their life as if it was dependent on that. But our faith is not dependent on God's favours, on seeming answers to prayers. It's not a relationship of convenience. We don't believe in him because he does what we want him to do. We believe in him because he is the true God, the one true God who has revealed himself to human beings and we are his creatures. And He loves us, and alone is the one who can save us. There is no other God who can save us. So to have real faith is to be able to trust in that reality, to be able to trust that no matter what, no matter what is happening to us, what has taken place in the past, no matter what will happen in the future that God's love for us is continual and constant and that we can be confident in it and be confident in his providential plan for our lives. The Apostle's request, increase our faith, seems like a cry of frustration that might be found on our own lips a frustration that we find when we experience ourselves as weak, as fragile not as on fire, not as holy as we would like to be it's perhaps a sign of frustration that we might utter at our continual lack of progress our continual lack of development when Saint Thomas Aquinas was asked the question, how do you become a saint? He just gave two words of advice. He said, will it? Will it decide to do it? And when we decide to do anything, especially if it's a big task, we know that a big task is made up of many, many smaller tasks. So if I decide to go to Rome on foot, I would... Go out the door and I would take one step at a time and I'd make plans of where to stay on the way I'd do all sorts of things to prepare for that journey Willing to be a saint likewise is broken up into a thousand different a million different tasks that we have to go for we have to go through so let's not waste valuable time beating ourselves up or asking for God to do a magical thing and increase our faith and belief. Because God always shows us the next step if we're honest with ourselves. God shows us what we need to do. But so often we're not willing to take that step. So let's soberly, in the cold light of day, identify whatever that step might be us and let's ask for the grace and the courage to take it. As a free not-for-profit service, CRADIO requires the support of people like you to help keep us going in our mission. To donate visit CRADIO.org.au slash donate.